Hello and welcome to the second solo round edition of Beyond the Present Podcast. My name is Daniel Morgan and today we're going to talk about the importance of failing our way to success. Now, today's topic might be a little bit emotional for a lot of you guys because let's be honest, uh, we have not been told of the importance of failing. I mean, just take a look at your life until today. Ever since you were a kid, probably you were uh, stigmatized by your parents and uh, you were somehow demeaned whenever you made a mistake. Like, Sonny, put that thing down, or your mom said something like this. Ultimately, as, as children, we were told that it's wrong to make a mistake and our parents were only happy with us if we did things right. Then things got even worse as we got to school where our teachers punished us for making mistakes and they told us if you want to get along, you move along and you do what I tell you to do. And then after that, of course, things don't get any better in college, let's be honest. And in a workplace, what happens? Your boss tends to somehow punish you for making mistakes and gives you a reward for somehow doing things right. But let me tell you a story about a CEO. He's Mr. Watson. He's the CEO of IBM, one of the former, of course, CEOs. And one day, one of his staff members go to Mr. Watson and says, Sir, I let you down and... uh, I just made a mistake that cost the company $2 million. And by the way, this, this happened in the 80s and 70s. So $2 million back then was a lot more than today, right? And uh, the CEO returns and says, what? You want to resign? I just spent $2 million for your education and you want to leave now? Go back to work. You see, here, that's the bottom line. That's the philosophy that I want to share with you today. This is the philosophy of seeing and treating failure as the tuition fee that you pay on the way to success and prosperity. Because unfortunately, we are not taught the importance of failing. As a matter of fact, since a young age, we've been told you should not make mistakes. And what would it tell us if you make mistakes? Well, you're stupid. You're, you're so uh, not one of the, you know, the people that we want to get along with. So there's a problem here or there's something wrong with you or you're a troublemaker. Understand this. No one has told you the importance of failing. No authority figure. No parent, no teacher, no professor, no boss, no CEO. No one has ever told you the importance of failing. But here I want to tell you one important lesson, and that is if you want to succeed in life, you need to understand that you will fail and that you will fail a lot and that the more you fail, the higher your chances of success. The same CEO once actually, he was asked, so what do you think is the secret of success? And IBM's former CEO said, if you want to improve and accelerate your pace of success, then double your rate of failure. That's right. You see, by doubling your rate of failure, you will substantially increase the speed at which you can acquire success in any area of life, whether it's when you're trying to, let's say, improve how you dance on the dance floor. Perhaps you want to improve how how much income you can generate as an entrepreneur. Perhaps you're trying to learn a foreign language. You say like, well, I sound like, 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 like an idiot when I speak, let's say, Mandarin or when I speak this language. Dude, You are supposed to fail. You're supposed to hit the floor again and again and again and again until you learn how to dance. You're supposed to make so many ridiculous mistakes in a foreign language until you can actually get fluent. You are supposed to fail with your clients, with your sales presentations, and with your accounting, and probably go bankrupt a couple of times until you become a successful entrepreneur, ultimately in any area of life. If you want to get success, you need to fail. And today, my mission is one thing. How can I get you to stop fearing failure? 
Because let's be honest, it's not the failure that stops us. It's the fear of failure. How afraid are you of failing? That will determine what kind of action you will take. Look around you. Have you ever seen people around you who perhaps are a little bit jealous? Maybe some haters? Do you know what all these people have in common? Fear of failure. They are jealous because they like what you got, but they don't have it. So why don't they go out there and get it? Oh, that's right. Because they're afraid of failing. What if I spent all that energy, time, and money and did this and it didn't work out? Well, I'll be a loser. I don't want to be a loser, so I'm not going to do that. Just keep hating. That's not the way to do things, guys. The way to do things is to become a winner yourself. And the way to become a winner is to tolerate being a loser again and again, temporarily at least, until you win. If you're not willing and prepared to lose, then you are not fit to win. I repeat, if you're not prepared to lose, then you are not fit to win. And because of this, you got to work first on the mindset. This mindset that tells you that no matter how many failures I have in life or how much I fail or what others say, I am capable of learning from those mistakes and moving forward. Now, in NLP, we say there is no such thing as failure, only feedback. Now, NLP, or Neuro Linguistic Programming, as you know, is one of the most famous ways of changing the way you think and improving the way you communicate to yourself and other people. And in this science, we talk about the importance of seeing the world exactly as I just mentioned. There is no such thing as failure, only feedback. Let me go in depth into this concept and explain what it really means Think, for example, that you want to do something. Let's say you set a goal for yourself. You say, I want to learn a foreign language, or I want to learn how to dance, or I want to learn to talk properly with the member of opposite gender. Maybe I want to run my own business. Whatever goal you set for yourself, you set a goal for yourself, and then what happens? Of course, you start doing things, right? I mean, that's what any uh, you know logical person would do. So you start taking action. You go step by step, and oops, something goes wrong. <laughs> it always does. Well, my mentor, Brian Tracy, says nothing works the first few times, nothing, including whatever you are trying to do right now. So nothing works the first few times. So you will inevitably fail at some point. And boom, what happened? What do most people do when things go wrong? Well, first, they make sure nobody finds out about them. They try to hide it. And secondly, what do they say themselves? Well, well, I'm not really fit for dancing. I mean, like, look at me. I'm, I'm not a dancer. I can't really dance on the dance floor or you know what? I don't have a gene for learning foreign languages. I'm not smart enough. I, I, I don't have the intelligence. Or, you know what? I'm not really meant to be good with women or with men. I'm not really meant to uh, attract the member of the opposite gender pretty well. I'm just designed to be alone for the rest of my life. Or, you know what? Entrepreneurship isn't for me. I just want a secure, safe job. So people, as soon as they fail, they start rationalizing. They tell themselves things and they think of all the reasons why they can't get it. And guess what? They won't be disappointed because brain is like a machine. If you tell it something, if you ask it a question, it will find an answer. You be sure that it will find an answer. And the reason that most people around the world feel like they are not achieving what they are really meant to achieve, feel like they're not realizing their potential, is because they ask themselves lousy questions. They use that creative power to ask themselves, well, why am I not such a good dancer? Well, it's probably because I'm too fat, right? So the brain will always find an answer. Now, for today, from this very moment, let's change it all. 
Let's all together change this negative habit with the right mindset that treats failure as a necessity. I want to emphasize the word here, necessity. As a necessity on the way to success. That, if, if you, that is, if you're not failing, then the chances are you're not making any progress. So let us all take a look at this whole mindset that we have right now and change it. So from now on, whenever you fail, you don't say, well, I failed or, well, I just got rejected by a girl or, you know what, I just lost my money in my investment or whatever. You instead tell yourself, interesting, I just made progress, learned a great lesson, and here's what the lesson is. Bingo! And then you reward yourself for that lesson that you just learned. So whatever you are doing right now, you are going to get a feedback. You're saying, well... Maybe I don't like the feedback. That's exactly what we call negative feedback. So when what people really call failure in life is technically nothing more than a feedback that they don't like. So if you go to a member of the opposite gender and you say, hey, girl, I want to talk to you. She's like, fuck off, for example, right? What do you say? Well, she rejected me. That's not a rejection. That's a feedback. She gave you a feedback. And then you told yourself, that's a bad feedback. And you're right. So failure is nothing more than a feedback that you don't like. So guess what? How can you change the feedback? Very simple. You look at the failure that you supposedly had, and then you ask yourself, what did I do right? Again, start first with what you did right. And then ask yourself, what did I do wrong? Maybe you were dressed in a very lousy way. Perhaps you talked too silently, and you're like, the girl felt like you're so such a creep or something, right? Maybe when you began your business venture, you did not really think everything through. Perhaps you did not have enough capital. Maybe your uh, bank history wasn't very good and you could not actually get the loan you wanted. So you literally look for the reasons that you got the negative feedback that you wanted and then ask yourself, how can I change the feedback next time? Perhaps I should dress better next time when I talk to girls. Perhaps I should talk to my accountant first and ask whether or not I have a good credit history to go for this loan and I'm not going to be rejected for it, right? So whatever it is, you then hear learn a great lesson. And once you have learned that lesson, now you can do something with it. You see, all negativity comes from one thing. You want something, you can't get it, you start blaming something that you have no control over, and you start feeling lousy because of that. So let's change the pattern from today. Let's from now on, anytime we fail, again, I don't like to use the word fail here, so let's use the word, anytime we get negative feedbacks, or the kind of feedbacks that we don't like, we are going to change the game. We immediately ask ourselves, all right, so what did I learn here? So what would you, you know, most will just uh, start blaming other people. Like, oh my gosh, it's because of that, that girl. That girl is a such and such and such and such a person. Or, you know what? The economy is, in, is really terrible. Oh, it's, it's the politicians, man. So instead of blaming others, you just literally stop yourself immediately. You stop blaming. And then you ask this question. All right. What happened here? That's the first question. What happened here? You literally start describing yourself the event. And then you ask yourself, what did I do right? <laughs> Let's be honest. Maybe you did nothing right. It's okay. No problem. We are all going to learn at some point, right? And then you say, what did I do wrong? Here's when you know what you, what you did wrong. Here's when you understand what mistake uh, you made or what series of mistakes you made. And then you ask yourself the final question. What will I do differently next time. You see, life is only fair in the long term. You are not supposed to get what you want immediately. But if you keep persisting, 
in the long term, life is actually quite fair and you will be able to achieve the things you want if you persist long enough. But guess what? There's a huge difference between persistence versus intelligent persistence. You might make a mistake, and if you keep repeating the same mistake, then of course you will not get anything you want because you are repeating the same mistakes. It doesn't matter how much you persist. If I want to go south and I keep moving towards north persistently, I will never get to south unless I literally cross the entire planet and find my way the other way around, right? It's very ineffective. So instead, we want to actually change our behavior. We call this the success method in NLP. Very simple. It has four steps. Number one, you define exactly what it is that you want. All success begins with goal setting and goal achievement. You have to know what the outcome that you want is. I want to get that girl's number, or I want to find a wife, or I want to have a business partner, or I want whatever it is. You have an outcome in mind. The second step is when you ask yourself, what's the first thing that I can do right now? And you immediately start taking action, whatever it is. Step three, you analyze the feedback that you're getting along the way. Maybe you're not getting the kind of feedback you want immediately, and that's normal. It's called failure, right? So you analyze that feedback, and you ask yourself, all right, what is working and what is not working? And whatever is not working, that's when you actually start rethinking the whole model that you're currently using to achieve your goal, and then you try to create new ways of achieving it. So you say, perhaps you should change this part and this part. And then what happens in the fourth step? You keep repeating this method. That is, you try, you get the feedback, you analyze it, you ask yourself, is it good or not? If it's not good, you change it and you try again to get another feedback. If that feedback is good, then good for you. You're done. If the feedback is still not good, then you repeat the process. You say, okay, what did I do wrong this time? You analyze it. You change your behavior, take action again, you try it, and you repeat this process for how long? For as long as you need until you achieve your goal. And trust me, there have been moments in my life where I had to change and, uh, you know, uh, reapproach the problem from many different angles, sometimes for years before I could finally achieve what I wanted. Some of my most stressful moments in life comes from not knowing that it's okay to fail and it's okay to keep trying until you get what you want. And be prepared for a long-term venture here because sometimes the goals that you set for yourself are too big and they can't be solved by first or the second or the third trial. Maybe you have to try again and again for years until you get it. But if you stick with the model, with the four-step formula for success in NLP, then of course you will not have any problem. So guys, we're gradually approaching the end of the show, and I just want to remind you all the importance of failing and the importance of learning from that failure or the failures you're facing and changing your behavior and trying again. So please, next time you failed, don't get down on yourself and say, oh my gosh, what did I do? This will have no benefit, no return on investment, no ROI. This will just waste your time. It ruins your mood and you get nothing in the end. So please, all the, you know, the people who naysayers and all the negative people out there, just stop it. Just stop dead cold. Just stop it. And instead, start looking at failures as learning experiences that will allow you to take action and to get great results. Because that's the most efficient way to live your life. That is what leads to the highest level of optimal experience, flow, and happiness. And more importantly, everyone who has ever succeeded has done so 
by trying to learn from their failures, changing their approach, and keep trying until they achieve their goals. So one more time, I'd like to end by reviewing what I just mentioned about this whole concept of learning from your failures. And don't forget what the IBM CEO told his staff members. If you want to increase your success, then you need to double your failure. Ultimately, this is all the time we have for. My name is Daniel Morgan, and thank you very much for listening to our second solo edition of Beyond the Present podcast. Stay tuned and see you around.